אבל אני מקשר עצמי לאכול את הדגים האמיתיים שודרנו, אכול את הדגים האמיתיים שוכנה אפר. קדושים אשר בארץ הם אביך לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו במקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגה. נענך נחמנך נאומן זכותם תגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם, we're going to start עוד חטא of Torah 31, section 8, that's where we left off, וזהו. וזהו, and this is, יש הבל אשר נעשה על הארץ וכולי. There is a, a heaven, a vanity, that was created upon the earth, that was done upon the earth. And it says, etc. in Kohelet, that there are tzadikim, to whom it happens according to the deeds of the Rishayim, and vice versa. Basically, this idea that tzadikim are punished like the Rishayim, and the Rishayim are given rewards like as if they're tzadikim. That's brought in Kohelet. This is going to be um, a very unique concept. Zeu Bechinat Gitgulei Nefashot, Rabbeinu explains, this is the aspect of the reincarnation of souls. This verse is referencing this concept of reincarnation of souls, basically that the tzaddikim need to be punished according to this way because of their souls, etc., etc., whatever it is that it's speaking about over there. But let's see how Rabbeinu speaks about this. When a person desires something or yearns for something, and now Rabbeinu is going to explain what the hevel, the vanity that we're talking about here, this vanity, this vapor that is created upon the earth, this vapor is whenever this yearning is expressed with the breath of the mouth. What Hevel means breath. Meaning, what did Rabbanu say? You have to express that yearning with the mouth. You can't just express that yearning with your thoughts only in your heart. It has to be brought out and to be emerged through your lips. So when that happens, when the breath leaves your mouth, that expresses that yearning that you have. As I said, nefesh, then the soul is created. And this soul, as we said earlier, what's the soul? Talgum Unkelus translates this as that the man was a living soul. What's a living soul? A speaking spirit. So what did we say a soul is? It's a speaking spirit. The soul represents speech. So this speaking spirit goes in the air and then reaches another person and then awakens this person, this other person that this vapor reaches to have this sort of yearning, this same longing. According to this yearning, according to the soul, according to the speaking spirit, so too the man gets awakened. Meaning, according to how powerful it is, then the, that power is going to be reflected upon the awakening or the arousal of this person that this vapor is reaching. If this yearning or this desire goes from a tzaddik to a wicked person, then this rasha gets awakened with thoughts of repentance. As it continues in the verse in Kohelet, there are wicked people that come to them the acts of tzaddikim, the deeds of tzaddikim come to them. And if opposite, then the opposite occurs also. If God forbid Rashaim sends something bad to Tzadikim, then the Tzadikim sometimes can have bad thoughts and uh, can yearn for something bad. And all of this is done through the vanity of the mouth, the vapor of the mouth, which is the soul. As we said, So what does Rabbanu explain? That we know this idea. That what is speech? Speech is like this. When the articulators of speech strike in the air, that these vessels of speech strike in the air, and then this air um, strikes another part of the air, another um, area in the air, the area that's right next to it. 
So first, the first thing that the way speech travels, sound travels, is that sound that comes from your mouth. Then it gets struck in the air. That piece of air then gets struck to another piece of air. It's like a domino effect. Then the piece next to it, the the air next to it gets get, then gets affected, etc., etc., till it comes to the listener. Until it reaches your friend, and then your friend listens to the letters that you just spoke. When he receives this speech, he's, it's as if he's receiving the soul of this person. Because what did we say? The soul is the speech. And then this man is awakened to accomplish this act that this person is saying, speaking about. Next section. And one who's on the, the level of Avraham, meaning he's the master of soul. Meaning, what's this idea, this master of soul? Meaning this person knows how to operate with the souls, to create souls through yearning and longing, as we just talked about. When he's at this level, then all his eating, his meals, are in the aspect of lechem apanim, the, show, the, the, the showbreads, the breads of the countenance, as we saw in the Beit HaMikdash. Or in the Mishkan, there was also this lechem apanim, this bread that was created, put on um, these racks that would stay warm from Shabbat to Shabbat. Bifrinat, as it says, hit halech lefanai. What did Hashem tell Avraham Avinu? Go before me. Hit halech lefanai, and I think the end is v'yetamim or something, and be whole and be complete. Go before me. What's hit halech? Go. This is the feet. What's the feet? It's an aspect of livelihood. Why do the feet represent livelihood? Why? And all the possessions that were at their feet. What is this referencing? What are the possessions that stand at someone's feet? This is actually the money of a person. Why? Because money makes a person stand on his feet. It keeps a person upright. Without money, you can't really survive. So that's what the possessions that a person's feet are, is money. So we see that Panasa represents the feet. So go before me, walk before me. Meaning from your Panasa becomes the aspect of Panim, the face. Go before me, meaning what's Panaido? My face. Meaning that you create from your Mamon the aspect of Panim, the countenance. And this is what it says in Shmuel Aleph. That um, about this lechem apanim, about the showbread that was in the Mishkan of the Beit Hamikdash, that it was hot bread beyomi lakechon. The day it was removed; it was still hot. Hanu lechem apanim. This is referencing the bread of the showbread. Hem lechem cham. This is warm bread. Dargin de Avraham, which is what? What's warm bread? The level of Avraham. Why? Why does Avraham represent this aspect of warmness or warm? Because Abraham sat at the tent in the heat of the day. Abraham was there in the heat. Abraham represents this aspect of warmth. So Abraham represents this aspect of Lechem Apanim. See, Abraham had Parnassah also. And his Parnassah was in the aspect of Lechem Apanim because what was the Lechem Apanim? It was warm. And what's warm? Abraham. Because Abraham stood in the heat of the day. He, he was able to, to endure this warm, this warm uh, temperature. And then all the all the, the other nations and all the stars and all the constellations that are under them. Meaning, what does under them mean? Under this person who's at the level of Abraham. When they are under this person, meaning they are at this person's control, they 
all these stars, these other nations, these constellations, they toil for this person. What did it say in Tehidim? It says, sit to my right as I make your enemies my footstool. Or as I make your enemies your footstool. Why? Shevlimini sit to my right. Bechinat Avraham. This represents Avraham. Avraham is the right. He represents Chesed. The right side is always kindness. Avraham was the master of kindness. Ada While I make uh, your enemies your footstool. What is this idea? Shem tochim bishvit parnasatcha. What is your footstool? Why feet? We said feet is money, meaning your enemies, which is this aspect of the constellations, this thing that are subdued under you, the other nations, will work hard to become your footstool, which is meaning what will actually make you your parnasa. They will literally toil hard for your parnasa. They are bread for us. Their shade has left them. For the likeness of the sunspot is deeper than the shade. What does that mean? etc. etc. When it says chama, the sun, this represents the chama, sun, comes from the word chom, heat. Why? Because the sun's hot. This is the heat of the day. This represents the, sh- the bread which was hot. But when their shade is removed, what does that mean? When their shade is removed, then the appearance of the sun is seen then is seen and it ascends. The sun ascends. What's the sun? This is the level of Abraham. And they are subdued under this person. As we saw, until I make your enemies your footstool. We see this idea. Go before me and walk and be it simple. It says, be whole, be simple before Hashem your God. Meaning you should not need to seek after constellations and mazalot and all these stars and all these signs. Because you will be above them. When a person is at the level of Avraham Avinu, he is not determined by the stars and nature. He is above nature. He is above this concept. This is what it says. And you will not see the face of God empty. What does that mean? Baregalim, on the festivals. On the three festivals. For the three festivals of the day, are the days whenever Hashem's countenance is revealed. panim, the aspect of panim, the face, the countenance. And with this, that each and every person brings a pilgrimage offering. From the fruits of his labor that he had labored the entire year. When he brings up this offering that represents the labor of the entire year that he did. Through this, all his his bread, his livelihood is elevated and ascends to the aspect of the bread, the show bread. When he brings it to the the regalim, which is what what are the the three festivals? The three festivals reveal the face of God. So you see, what is the fa- the face of God? The the panim, the fa- the face, the countenance. This is the lechem panim. The bread was also the aspect of countenance. So you see that your lechem becomes the aspect of your bread. Your panasa becomes the aspect of lechem panim. Um, this idea that all your panasa gets ascended to this level. That even the goyim will work for you. The stars will work for you. Everything will work for you. That you should have your panasa. This is what Hashem responded to Moshe. My face will go. My face will go and lead you. 
Ki Moshe bikesh kapara because Moshe. Why did Hashem respond this? Because Moshe requested an atonement. Ve'ashiv lo. And what did respond? What did Hashem respond? Panai elechu. My face will go before you in a sense. Sheitaknu bechinat raglin. In order that they should rectify the aspect of the feet. Bechinat panim. Why? Because what is the feet? It's the aspect of what we talked about the face. As um, azayit kapel lahem. Then they shall atone for them. For a person's table is similar to, or it compares to the Mizbeah, the altar which was able to atone for sins. This idea that your feet, your money, which is the aspect of Lechem Apanim, when it ascends to this aspect, then it will atone for you. When this money ascends to the aspect of Lechem Apanim, then it's able to atone for all the panasa that you did, all the toiling that you did, etc., etc., all the sins that you might have done when your panasa turns to lechem apanim, etc. And this is what it says. He opened up with the verse Mizbeach and then it finishes off with what? This is the table that stands before God or that is before God. This is in Yechezkel. Um... Chapter 41, verse 22. Over there, look over there. What does it mean, Lifne Hashem before Hashem? Lifne Daika, before specifically. Meaning that the aspect, that your Panasha should be in the aspect of Lifne, which is what? Panim. Should be in the aspect of countenance. And then when your Panasha is in the aspect of countenance, then you're able, then it's able to atone. And then in the future we shall fulfill as it said in Yeshaya and the Prophet. Your teacher shall no longer conceal himself. And your eyes shall see your teacher. That because what? The face, the countenance is being revealed. For now the face of Hashem is hidden within the laws of nature. With the, with the what do you call it? With the natural order of the constellations. Hashem's face now is hidden within the aspect of nature. Within the way the constellations behave. And I hid my face from them and there will be food to eat. Um, and there will be food, etc., etc. As it says over there. For the enemies. As it continues. And what did he say? The appearance of the sun. Rabbeinu brings down this Gemara. That the appearance of the sun is deeper than the shade, than their shade. What is Rabbanu really explaining? This is the aspect of what it says in Yeshaya. Tzitzal kenafaim, shaded by wings. Shaknafaim astara, meaning what? The, what are the wings? The wings represent concealment. We saw that the the wings conceal the teacher. Yeah. So this we, these wings which represent concealment, astara, and this concealment connotes shanagadom echunaf umustar bahem. That his that the way God behaves with the world is hidden and concealed within the the, the laws of 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 the constellations and the stars. And this is the shade that conceals the light of the sun. This shade which prevents the sun from shining. And the reason why there's shade there is because the sun is blocked. There's no perfect. The sun cannot illuminate illuminate perfectly. And this is why it says in the in the Gemara, Mar the appearance of the sun, Mar meaning the appearance specifically, Mar to shine, it can't shine properly. 
But in the future, whenever the verse will be fulfilled, the sun shall shine for you. Meaning what? That the sun will be revealed in its strength, meaning it shall shine, and the shade will no longer cover it. It says that it says that in the future Hashem will take the sun out of its sheet, out of its covering. As about David Gemara Nedarim, Dafchet, page eight. Then it says in Malachi that the wings shall be wings of healing, meaning the wings will no longer conceal, they will heal. As we talked about, that your teacher shall no longer conceal himself. This idea that there's going to be revelation, sun shall do its tikkun, etc. And this is what the sages of Athens asked. There is a well in the desert. Come bring it to the city. Bera, when it says Bera, well, Zebekinat Baru Mazon. Bera comes from the word Bar, grain. This is representing grain and Mazon, sustenance. Which stands on the outside and behind holiness. And I hid my face from them and there was to eat. Meaning the aspect that once Hashem hid his face, then there was food to eat. The Panasa comes from behind the face of God, from the backside. Because just when God hid his face, then there was food. This representation when there's um, that the food is present when God's face is hidden. Come bring it to the city. They ask Rabbi Yoshua, what is the city? Within. Meaning, how do you make your panasa, which stands right now on the chut, on the outside, whenever Hashem's face is concealed? How do you bring it to the aspect when your panasa is literally in the aspect of God's countenance, where God is not no longer turned away from you but turned to you where the panasa is in the aspect of where the goyim you're no longer determined by the constellations in nature where the goyim amash are able to bring you your panasa even how does one do this what did Rabbi Yeshua answer um, what did Rabbi Yeshua do he brought bran and he shadiru and he showed it to them or he stretched it out to them or something and he threw it to them and he said Make me a rope of, of this brand. So what does this mean? This Shabbat Emuna. This is referencing the Shabbat and faith. Rashi says, Hashem has, you declare to Hashem and Hashem declared to you. It's in Dvarim. What is Pare? When it says Pare, he brought brand. What is brand? This is the aspect of Pare is Pe'er. It's splendor, and praise. That we praise God and we we believe in Him and we say that God is one. This is the aspect of emuna. Pares emuna, Shabbat emuna, Shabbat faith, etc. And He threw it to them. This represents the Brit. Why? Because the Brit we know is the concept of Shaddai, the name Shakai, as we see many times, um, as we saw a few times in the lessons of Rabbeinu already. The Brit is the name that the name represented for the Brit is Shakai. What is Chavle? Make a rope for me. What is Chavle? This represents loving kindness. Love and Avat uh, Chesed. Love for Chesed. Which is revealed at what? The mouth of the sexual organ, as we talked about. It says, With the ropes of man, I drew them with strings of love. 
See, with the ropes of man, how do you do Shabbat of Rit Nigale Ava? Why? Because Rabbanu is explaining through Shabbat, which is the concept of the Emunan we talked about. Uvrit and the Brit, which we just explained, which is Shakai. Nidgale Ava Kana. Love is brought into revelation. Through this love, one comes to this aspect of the showbread, which is in the, which is um, this panasa that we talked about. That this, that's at this very high level. Up until here is the language of Rabenu. Let's continue. This Torah was said upon the verse. And the people took a roundabout path um, by Hashem. Hashem turned them round and round, basically. That in the desert, Hashem didn't take them directly in a straight path. He took them round and round. And hasiba el So what does vayasev mean to turn round and round? It comes from the word hasiba, which means to lean or reclining. There's no reclining except by means of a seuda. What This is referencing one's panasa. This represents bar and mazon. Why? Because what is a seuda? A meal? Meal represents sustenance. Grain. This represents the well that we talked about above. Kamwal El is brought above. And we did not finish merit to finish the explanation of this verse that Rabenu brought down by etc. According to the way he brought this lesson. We didn't basically Rabenu didn't finish the verse. And with regard to the subject or the great level of kisufin, of yearning and longing, of holy longing, that we talked about above within this lesson, Rabbi Nathan says, I heard directly from his holy mouth, from Rabenu's mouth, a more clearly explained, uh, more clearly explained subject, uh, a more clearly explained explanation on this idea of these kisufin, these, these longings. With many more novelties that were not mentioned here in the lesson at all and so too with subjects of faith and the other subjects that we talked about here I heard from Rabenu's mouth literally point by point in bullet point form a different approach a little a different approach a, a, a little different approach this is why Rabbi Nathan says, I'm going to author it right here. This is what it is. So now Rabbi Nathan is going to go into the different approach in which Rabbi will explain all these subjects. The unification and the combination of letters is done through nikudot, what we talked about. Remember the vowel point? Because what are the nikudot, the vowel point? This is the life force and the movement of all the letters. And Rabbi Nathan will bring down this parable. That without the nekudot, without the vowel points, the letters are like a golem. They're like a, a body without a soul. And they have no movement. This is why the nekudot, the points, are in the aspect of a soul. They are the soul to the letters, which is the body. Because just like the soul, which is the life force of a person, the vitality of a person, every single movement that a person moves, it's all because of the soul. And without the soul, he's like a golem, like a... An empty body. Same is true of nekudot. These vowel points. They are the life force and the soul of the letters. And without these nekudot, these points, they are like a golem and they have no movement or life force. Only through these points 
do they move? And only through these points. And through these points, they are unified and combined with letters. And Rabbeinu explains the main essence of the soul, the main way the soul comes into existence, is through yearning and the, the desire, the longing that a Jew has after God. Each and every person, according to the level where he stands, that he yearns and he desires and he longs to reach this upper level, this level that is above him. These, these yearnings that a person has to go higher and higher, to get closer to God, this creates the soul. This brings the soul into existence, manifests it. My soul has expired through this yearning. What does kaleta expire? The fact that I long, from the word kaleta, and I pine and I long, after God, meaning kaleta is a language of longing, from this itself, Creates my soul, this longing. And he rested. That Hashem rested on the seventh day. As soon as he ceased working, as soon as Hashem rested, whoa, the soul has departed. Meaning what? Let's see what Rabbeinu explains. Meaning that at the beginning of the Shabbat, when one needs to receive their neck extra soul, we remember from the loss of the soul at the beginning of the week. Because once Shabbat leaves, the soul departs. The extra souls depart. And we say, And he rested. It's a plan of the words. It's brought down the Gemara. Whoa, the soul has been lost. Meaning what? Once by Nafash and he rested as soon as, as soon as he ceased working, well, the soul has departed. Meaning, what the second we enter into the Shabbat Kodesh, we remember that the second Shabbat leaves, you are reminded that your soul leaves you. So, look at this. Look what Rabbanu says, by Nafash, by the Nefesh, whoa, the soul has departed. You're immediately the second we say, by Nafash, we remind ourselves of this concept, by Nafash, by the Nefesh. Depending on that, on those words, well, the soul is departed. We remind ourselves at that time when Shabbat leaves that our soul departs, and we we imagine ourselves yearning after the soul. We begin to yearn after the soul for the fact that we don't want it to depart. And by this fact that we are longing after the soul, from this in itself creates the extra the extra soul we see on Shabbat. So when we would say Nafash, this brings into manifestation this extra soul because when we say Nafash, to play on the words as we bring it down in Gemara it's Vayavda Nefesh. Well, the soul departed. Meaning the second the week hit, is the second the soul leaves, the extra souls that we receive on Shabbat. And because we remember this, when we say Vayinafash, what happens as a result of that, even if you don't remember it consciously, that the soul remembers it, you, you long for the soul because of the fact that you know that it's going to be taken away from you. And that longing in itself brings the soul. Why? Because what did we say? Longing is what brings, manif- brings the soul into manifestation. As you saw with Abraham Avinu. So, um, this... This verse, meaning through my longing and my pining, nafshi, my soul is created. So here we're done with this awesome section. These awesome sections, chet and tet. God, we're going to stop here and bezrat Hashem. Continue next uh, class. Bezrat Hashem. Next time.